My name is NK Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. I have a special guest joining in. On this episode, it's our last episode for 2019. Thank you so much to each and every person who have listened, who have joined this podcast. Thank you so much for making it this amazing one. So this week, our guest is Chantel Martin. She is the founder of Thrive Lounge. It's an online community that helps over 100K women annually to uncomplicate their goals stop making excuses, and achieve their dream. So the passion behind Thrive Lounge is to revolutionize the way women think about their future through a supportive community where women can dream unapologetically. So Chantel, she rose from depression, from living paycheck to paycheck, and landed her dream job, tripled her income, and paid off 30k in student loan debt in 24 months. She's the author of The Vision Board Planner and Goal Doing, Practical Advice for Goal-Setting Actions, Planning, and Achieving Your Dreams. Hi, Chantel. Thank you for joining on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Really excited to be on the podcast today. Yes, I am excited to dive in on this amazing topic. We approach 2020 and as we get into 2020, there are so many people who might be thinking about, you know, um, creating that vision, creating that goal and, you know, achieving it. And we have a way for them to do that, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. This is the podcast to listen to for that. Yes, definitely. So vision boarding, that's what we're going to be talking about um, today. So, you know, you know, dive into um, vision board and, you know, talk to us about it. I want you to share with us, you know, what was your life like before you, you know, got to the vision board part of your life? Yeah. um, So the story really begins kind of right after college. I'd say I graduated with nearly perfect GPA. Um, I was really excited to, you know, graduate and get started on my life like many, many people. And uh, what I realized was when I did graduate, life just was not what I expected it to be. Um, I, you know, imagined myself like, graduating, getting a phenomenal job, you know, marrying some amazing guy. And I I think I pretty much saw that path ahead of me. Like I had good grades. I was applying to med school and I was dating some guy that was pretty great. Um, or so I thought. And then, <laughs> and then I kind of hit this spot where I got rejected from every single medical school that I applied to. Mm -hmm. and it kind of felt like I really didn't know what to do next. I had no plan B, like that was it. Um, So I first got rejected from every school. Then I started, you know, applying for jobs, 
And of course, rejection after rejection after rejection, like despite that beautiful piece of paper that I had that said I knew how to take tests, no one would give me a job, go figure. Um, I struggled terribly. I um, was dating a guy at the time and um, I just so happened to find a woman in our bathroom. That was lovely. And yeah. <laughs> right, it's always fun when you find a woman in the bathroom. Yeah, it's the highlight of my life, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that happened, and I, I honestly, in that space, I felt like all the little things that I've been working towards, all the little boxes I've been trying to check off of my life's to-do list, they just weren't happening. And for me, it was kind of like the start of my life that I've been looking forward to for so long. And because none of it was actually happening for me, I felt like a failure. And imagine I grew up in a, you know, African household, first generation American, you already know, it's like, you need to get your stuff together, become a doctor, lawyer, engineer, and make us all proud. I know. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so I was none of those things. Um, And I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um. And so I was in a place where I felt like a failure. I felt like I couldn't do anything right. I mean, I was at the point where I, I walked into a, um, a an, um, what is it called? It's like a temp agency. Like oh, okay. I walked into a temp agency and I found a job that they had online that was, you know, entry level, uh, $70,000. And I thought, okay, well, you know what, maybe I could apply for this. Yeah. And I walked in and the lady looks at me and she goes, listen, you just, you don't qualify for that. You wow. qualify for this $15 an hour job as a receptionist. Um, and wow. I literally started crying at her desk. Um, and then I said, I'll go on the interview. Uh, so that was, that was how that was how my entire kind of entry to my 20s went. It was a series of lows one after the other, a lot of depression, and mm-hmm. I was certainly in a space where um because I thought my life was going to accelerate so much after college, yeah. I had accumulated all these things. So I accumulated a car, I had a nice apartment, and all these things and I was a babysitter. Like I couldn't I never thought I never imagined my life wouldn't take off. So, so here I was unable to afford anything that I had and continuously digging myself deeper into debt while not realizing any of the, the things that my hard work was supposed to be working towards. Yeah. Um, and so like, that was, that was honestly one of my darkest times, you know, that receptionist job that I wasn't so excited about, you know, a lot of times I was in a space where I couldn't afford food. And I was in a space where I had to, I'm a single mom too. I had to feed my daughter and just not eat for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. Unless the executives like had a fancy lunch and they had so much food that there was leftovers. And at that point I'd be able to take some food home. And Mm -hmm. I was grateful for those days because like I was hungry. Um, And so that's kind of where I was prior to any, vision boards happening, believing I was a failure, being depressed, digging myself into debt, you know, honestly contemplating suicide. I felt like I had to sit at my friend's house all day long because if I was left alone, I couldn't trust myself. 
And so I would just like bounce from friend's house to friend's house, crying on their floor until, (laughs) until I could pick myself back up, which took years. So what was, cause you know, like listening to you right now, I know that there are so many people like in your position, right? They're facing the same situation that you're going through. And you're like, I went through college and I have this qualification and I have the skill set to do what I need to do, but nothing is reaching me. Nothing is coming my way. And I have my kids to take care of, or I have my family to support. What can you say to them since you have experienced this? What can you tell them to do or not to give up on right now? Well, honestly, the number one thing that helped me out, if I had to pick one, Mm -hmm. like literally what I'd say is don't spread yourself too thin trying to do everything under the sun. Like the number one thing that helped me was honestly networking. Mm -hmm. And it sounds crazy because it's like, oh, how does making a bunch of friends, you know, really help you or, (laughs) you know, but to be honest, you could um, submit application after application. It's going to just fly into the wind. That's true. Like if, yeah, if you're actively going out into circles that you want to be a part of and participating in them, you know, making friends, asking good questions, talking to people smarter than you, putting yourself in the spaces that you need to kind of be in to get to the next level, kind of taking yourself out of the space that you're currently in and like lodging yourself in a, in the space that you want to be continuously over and over, over time, you will, you will become the person that, that you want to be. So for me, I, um, I wanted to uh, get a career in data science. Yes. Long story. I'm sure we'll get there, but <laughs> I, I really wanted to do that. And so what I, what I did was I started to um, go to networking events. I started to go to conferences, like anything that I could get into for free, I was going to, and um, I go from event to event to event. And you know, after you go to the same types of events in your area, your local area, yeah, you know, people will start to recognize your face they do. and you'll start to make friends and, you know, you, people will naturally start to ask you, you know, what do you, what do you do or what are you working towards or what are you working on right now? Or, you know, how's life? Different things, but simply just being honest and making some friends like that was the the biggest change that could have happened for me. I, I met some people who taught a data science course. I took their data science course and yes. they introduced me to some other friends who um, helped me to do a couple of projects while I was in school. And then my friends also helped, you know, were the people who recommended me for my job. Yes. I went to a networking event where I met the woman who helped me get a job. Uh, she literally over pizza. I'd known her for all of 15 minutes. She's like, Hey, you know what? You'd be great at my company. And, you know, she gave me the recommendation to, you know, apply to her company. I I had a job within a week. And this is like, after struggling for years to get a job, um, this one recommendation, I had a job within a week of like her saying, Hey, apply to my company. Yeah. Um, And so honestly, just showing up as yourself, knowing where you want to go and putting yourself in the position to get there through, through networking, talking to people, making some genuine friends, um, and just taking the next step. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, networking friends. 
which you know is very important and especially since we're going to talk about you know vision board and how you got to start doing vision board was through a friend so you know tell us like what that experience was like for you the first time when you were like you know what i'm gonna go to this vision board um party but i have no idea what it's all about <laughs> yeah actually um i i told you i was a babysitter after college mm -hmm. and um the woman who invited me to her vision board party i used to be her nanny yeah so i I babysat her daughter and I looked up to her so much. I mean, she's beautiful, brilliant, just like everything you'd want to be as an adult. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This lady's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I looked up to her so much and it was actually her who, you know, I, I think I turned like 25. I'd been working for her for a few years and she's like, listen, you need to get your life together. Like you're 25. You can't just be comfortable being my babysitter forever. And yeah. she, you know, she's kind of like a big sister. Like, listen, it's, yeah. it's time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, yeah. you got to do something. A um, partner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, she was the one who invited me to her vision board party and um, I remember getting there and I didn't think this vision board was supposed to do anything for me. I honestly just thought I'm going to show up some, you know, hang out with friends. We're going to eat some good food because all her friends can cook. So yeah. like, we're going to eat some good food. You know, everybody's going to bring, a, you know, some wines. So I'm going to drink and we're going to eat some good food. We're going to have a great time and we're going to do some arts and crafts, like whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got to the vision board party. And I started talking to people, one woman after the next, after the next, who had been through some terrible times and always kind of got themselves back on their feet. Like I heard the story after story of, of women who had just, you know what, I'm going through a rough patch right now, but that's okay. And they were also excited about their next step, like the next thing that they were going to do, they're whether they... Yeah, exactly. Like they were just, they were so excited. And, and to be honest, because I saw myself as this huge loser at the time, yes. um, they looked at me like, oh my gosh, you have your whole life ahead of you. You know, mm -hmm. when you're like 25, you think, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. I'm never going to make it. Nothing's going to no. happen for me. <laughs> I didn't get into medical school. My life is over. <laughs> and the look that everyone else gave me that oh my gosh, this is just your beginning. Oh my gosh, you have so much time ahead of you. Oh my gosh, you have so much space to figure out what you want. This is, this is such an exciting time. Like they were so excited for me. I kind of got excited. I'm like, maybe <laughs> I'm missing something. Maybe there's like, that spark. Maybe there's, yeah. That spark. yeah. <laughs> I felt so good. Like maybe there's something out there for me and I'm just missing it. Nice. Um, and so I, I created the vision board. And at the time, I didn't really have big goals. Like I was broke. I was in debt. I didn't have a job. Like I, you know, I, I was, I, I had a job as like, I was a receptionist and a waitress and kind of freelancing for really cheap on the internet. Yeah. I mean, I was working around the clock for like peanuts and, <laughs> and you know, I definitely yeah. felt like, you know what? I don't know what my goal is, but I'm going to finish something. Mm -hmm. And so on that very first vision board, I set the bar low, like really low. And I just wanted to finish something. Like I spent so much time spinning my wheels. Oh, should I, 
you know, study again for medical school? No, like, I don't want to do that. Oh, should I try singing? I've always wanted to sing. No, like, I'm broke. I can't, I can't, I have any money to start a, you know, singing career. Like, okay, well, you know, I tried so many things. I tried starting blogs. I started, I tried starting an Etsy shop. I mean, I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall, waiting to see if anything stuck. Nothing did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just miserable and exhausted. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know what, if this year I can finish something, it would be a good year. Yeah. It's it's just putting yourself, like telling yourself, you know what, I'm going to start it. And if I could finish it, you know, I'll finish it. I'll finish something this year. So you paid off 30K in student loan in two years. Well, by the <laughs> end, so, <laughs> so I graduated from undergrad with 15,000 yeah. and um, with that first vision board, I was able to um, start studying for the GRE, finish studying for the GRE, and get into one of the top grad schools for data science. Nice. I was really excited. So I was able to finish something, and it was way better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Um, but along with that grad school came another beautiful student loan with $25,000. Yeah. And with the interest, I was up to $42,000 by the time I graduated. Yeah. That's um, yeah. And so um, my last vision board, was it last year or the year before last? I actually set a goal to pay off all the debt. And so what happened was, I started work and I finally had money. I was so excited. I called up my student loan company like, hey, can I make my first payment? And like I paid them $200 yeah. and all of my money went to interest. Nothing oh. touched the principal. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you guys, I'm going to pay you off and you will not get a dollar of interest from me if, you know, if I can help it. Yeah. Um, so I actually spent the next couple of years paying off my student loan debt. I did pay off 30000 in two years, but I was actually able to pay off the entire $42,000 in under 1,000 days. So it ended up being 2.7 years to pay off $42,000. Yeah, but then yeah. you have that stuck to you like, that's, that's on my vision board. I'm going to get that down. I'm going to get that other Yeah, board. yeah. yeah. It, it definitely was. And because I set the goal of, you know, paying it off, I, I didn't, I never said, oh, I want to pay it off in, you know, three years. Yeah. I just said, you know what, I want to put as much as I can towards this. Mm-hmm. And I want to um, spend less of my money on, you know, things that are now so that yeah. I can enjoy something for my future. And, and for me, that really consisted of like, saving and paying off my debts and once I was able to kind of make that last student loan payment I mean I was really excited I had my my I had a little chart with little boxes on it and each box represented a thousand dollars and it kind of looked like a yellow brick road but it was it was it was blank so it was a white brick road leading up to a giant bubble with forty two thousand dollars at the top And every time I paid off a thousand dollars of student loan debt, 
my daughter got to color in a box. Nice. Yeah. So we made it like a family activity. Um, And at the same time, she was my accountability partner. Mm -hmm. You know, so I always felt like, oh, I I got so excited. Like, okay, we get to color in a neck, you know, another box. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And so it's like adding in all the tools, like creating the vision, setting the intention, simply doing the work. You know, I wasn't necessarily focused on, I got to pay off $40,000, but I thought about, you know, how can I get the next box? That's true. Yeah. Can I reach there? Think about it that way. You get to celebrate every single thousand. Yes. You know? Yeah. You definitely do. So would you say there is a wrong way or there is a right way at all times towards vision boarding? Because, and the reason why I'm asking you this is because whenever I talk to someone, I'm like, hey, vision board has helped me with this. And they're like, well, I have done it, but I haven't seen anything, you know, do, or it hasn't done anything for me. So would you say they're doing something wrong or what's going on? Well, I don't like to say there's a wrong way to do a vision board, but there's definitely a better way to do a vision better board. Better way. There you go. For sure. So what I've actually seen a lot of people do when they create their vision board is they pull out some magazines, they'll get, you know, a nice poster board, and they'll just start putting pictures on there. They start cutting out pictures, and they'll flip through the magazines, and they'll go, oh, this is a nice picture, and they'll put it on the vision board. Um, the, when, you do, when you do a vision board that way, whatever's in that magazine drives what you put on your vision board. Yeah. So if you happen to pick up a health magazine, you're going to end up with health things on your vision board. If you happen to pick up a money magazine, you're going to end up with money things on your vision board. The magazine that you're flipping through, because you're simply flipping and pulling out things that feel nice or look nice, that's what's going to drive what's on your vision board. Now, I think that you should completely flip that. I think you shouldn't even choose your magazines until you've like dove deep into exactly what you want out of your life. And so I do think that there are a a couple of steps and, and um, I have a planner that kind of walks through this, but I have three core building blocks or four core building blocks to creating your vision board. And so the first lay of that is kind of daring to dream, kind of challenging yourself, honestly, on all the things that you currently believe. So thinking about like, what would I do if I didn't have to worry about money? Like if I didn't have to go to this job to pay my bills, what, like what, what would I change about my life? Or what would I do differently if rules didn't exist? You know, if I didn't have to worry about social norms, what are the things that, you know, I want to do before I die? Like, what are my bucket list items? And you start there because a lot of times you might think to yourself, oh, I really want to write a book, but I got to go to work. I got to take care of the kids. After that, I'm just way too tired. And you talk yourself out of your big dreams before you even get started. Um, And so you silence yourself. You don't even have to worry about anybody else telling you no, because you're already saying no to yourself. Yeah. And so the, the kind of first building block of that vision board is just letting go of any expectations anyone else in this world has on you and just allowing yourself to dream big. So dream big and, you know, keep pushing towards that goal that you have put out for yourself. So you have started Thrive Lounge. Um, tell us a little bit more about it. Um, it's uh, your website. 
Um, you also have VisionCon. So tell us about VisionCon and also Thrive Lounge. Yeah, Thrive Lounge is my little space on the internet where I, where I talk about all things vision boards, vision board parties, and goal setting. And so I really do dive deep into kind of like protecting your mindset, reaching your goals in the process, and also like creating a vision board that will literally make a change in your life. Not one of those vision boards that you walk away thinking like, oh, nothing happened, but like a vision board that at the end of the year, you truly do see like big changes. And so that's what my, my blog is all about. I want to empower the people um, that want to change lives. And the way that I do that is through my vision board party content and my vision board party course. Yeah. I teach people how to host life-changing vision board parties and truly make an impact on their community. And I find that anyone who's focused on their goals and wanting to do something big in their life, at some point, they find themselves wanting to make an impact on others. Because after you've made a change, it's almost selfish not to go out and say, oh my gosh, let me help you. Yeah, and so, you know, you, you yeah. feel like I gotta help. And, and so I, I do provide content on, you know, how to host a vision board party for your community as well. Yeah. Share the spark and put it on to someone else. So vision con. So it's a era where people, you um, have an event Actually. Yes, it's a conference. <laughs> conference. Yeah, so um, VisionCon is an event that I do annually. And what we do there is we actually do create vision boards. We do a lot of networking. And it's also we bring together a lot of influential women to talk about their journeys. Um, and so we will walk through like how to create um how to create boundaries, you know, how to protect your mindset, how to accomplish your goals, how to cast a vision, and how to feel really good about every yes you put out into the world. Yes. Sometimes, you know, we say yes to things that we don't love, and then we feel like we're not prioritizing ourselves in our own lives. And so the event is all about how to prioritize yourself and go for what you want and feel good about choosing yourself every day. In 2020, we are looking to do um, a retreat. And so that's something that we're working on right now. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be the same concept, prioritizing yourself, choosing yourself, putting yourself first, and being completely unapologetic about it. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so when um, you're constructing the vision, bo vision board itself, um, should you put all your goals on the vision board or should you dissect that vision board and put like the top goals on the vision board? Yeah, so that actually takes us back to our building blocks because mm -hmm. one of the things that I do after you kind of dream big, the next building block is to really hone in on one big goal. Like what is the number one thing that you need to accomplish this year? And I truly believe you should choose one goal. Like I firmly believe that because imagine if you're trying to like do several huge things and imagine you have like, you want to start, you know, a flower business, you want to start building websites and maybe you also want to write books on the side and you have three things that you want to do and you're putting your energy into all three places. Over the course of a year, you spend a little bit of time working on the flower business, you spend a little bit of time building websites, you spend a little bit of time writing the book, 
And by the end of the year, you realize, oh, I got a third of the way done on all three projects. Yeah. Um, I truly tell people you got to choose one goal because when you do, you can put all of your time, all of your energy, all of your focus into one big goal for the year. And that will definitely come to completion when you're giving it all of your time, attention, and energy. Um, we think time and your attention, they're both limited resources. You can't make more, you know, you gotta, you know, do the hard thing and make a choice. And so I truly believe one goal, but I do also, and the third building block is kind of filling in the gaps. So there are things in your life that you need to keep in your life to find joy, to feel peace, happiness. So if you're a huge family person, I would never say, hey, you said you're working on books this year, so you cannot put your kids on your vision board. Like, that's crazy. So (laughs) don't put them on there. (laughs) Don't put them on there, right? So what I do is I say, walk through each life area. So Mm -hmm. think about your spirituality, your family, your relationship. Think about um, your career, your personal finance. Think about each area of your life and ask yourself one simple question. Do I care about this area at this point in my life? Yeah. If the answer is yes, then set a goal. Mm-hmm. If the, you know, or, or put some energy towards it, right? Put something on your vision board. On your vision board, yeah. Right. If the answer is no, then don't. Quite mm-hmm. simple. And it is perfectly okay for you to say, you know what? I love my kids, but this year is all about me. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, moms feel yeah. so guilty saying that. I don't, because at the end of the day, if your kids see you prioritizing yourself, then they're going to know that they can do that too. Yeah, they sure can. Um, Where do you place your vision board? Like, um, I feel like place, the placement is very important. So, you know, where do you place it? Or is it, is it up to that individual to decide where they want to place it? It's completely up to the individual, but I would give you a couple of ground rules. You want to put it somewhere that is like out in the open and visible. Um, That way you can kind of see it every day. You have that constant piece of inspiration. You're constantly reminded of your goals. Um, I would put it somewhere that you personally frequent every day. Mm -hmm. So um, remember earlier I told you about having that kind of little brick road to paying off my debt? Yes. Very first year I had that, I put it in my bathroom. So Mm -hmm. every time I went to the bathroom, I'm literally staring at $42,000 in my face and like seeing my progress Mm -hmm. of like how I'm paying off my debt. Um, I have put my vision board in like right above my computer. And most of the time it's in my office because I work pretty much every day. I love working. And so I'm like always in my office. Um, So it's in my office or I have one, me and my husband have a vision board and that's in our bedroom. Nice. Nice. I I, I think I place my vision board in my closet because I go in there all the time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your clothes and everything. So I'm like, when I'm walking out, when I enter in there, I see it right there. So yeah, um, placement is important for, you know, each and every every person and you have to decide where you want to put your vision board and which is the best place for you. But before we, you know, end this conversation, which is an amazing one. Um, share with us your social media account, your share your website so people can come and, you know, join in and also find more information about VisionCon 2020. Yeah, so you could just go to thriveloungedc.com. 
or you can find me on social media as Thrive Lounge pretty much everywhere. Okay. <laughs> so everywhere, just look for- Just um, everywhere. <laughs> awesome, awesome. It was an amazing conversation, vision boarding, um, you know, the impact and the powerful way that it can, you know, create and transform your life. So thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a great day. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. You can keep the conversation going by following me on any of my Instagram page at For Change Be Bold Podcast or at For Change Be Bold. Until next week, have a beautiful Friday.